Welcome back to Sam Setter. What my name is Sam and I say things. And what we'll be talking about today is welcome to 2019. I know I'm a little late on that, but hey, welcome to 2019. And I'm just going to talk about pretty much anything that comes to my mind right now. The Jussie situation, the Genie situation, Endgame coming out, um, Disney as a whole, just anything that comes into my mind, man. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, but the very first thing I want to talk about is us hitting the one year anniversary back in January. When I started this whole thing, um, January of last year, I didn't know where it would go, how it would work, what I was doing as a whole for that matter. But honestly, I think I've grown a lot with this podcast. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that listens, everyone that supports me, that, you know, stops me. Again, friends that know me is like, hey, Sam, I didn't believe anything you just said. You know, all that's incorrect or whatever. I appreciate all the feedback that I've been getting. And hopefully 2019 can be one of the best years for the podcast because we've only been here for one year. Only go up from here. Right. Also, I just want to give a very special thank you to the person who actually bought me this mic, the mic that I've been using now for the last year. Again, all I had was an idea or thought. I didn't know really what to do with it. And this person went out of their way to buy me this. And honestly, I have been humbled by that ever since then. And I just want to give a very special thank you to that person. You know who you are. And again, once again, thank you. If you guys want to show me your appreciation, guess what you can do? You can rate and subscribe, tell your friends, share it on your social medias. I see you all out there screenshotting all the podcasts you listen to. Hey, screenshot my podcast. Show some little love and tell your friends. Be like, hey, this guy's pretty cool. I know him. You know, he's down to earth and maybe, you know, get you on the podcast even. I don't know. But definitely, I would love if you guys can share share this podcast again sam said at dfw on instagram and on twitter and on facebook you can find me on snapchat as well again sjp30688 again sjp30688 so like i said i've been gone for a while a lot has happened between i guess my last podcast was what december and now I don't know where to start. Um, I'm going to start with the biggest thing that's going on right now, at least for like the black community. And again, the LGBTQ community as well would be the Jussie situation. And I guess if you lived under a rock and don't know, Jussie is an actor on Empire. I admit I don't watch Empire. And so Jussie, who is a black man who is also gay, about a couple of weeks ago came out and there's pictures of him in his face and he looks all beat up saying that these two white people, two white guys attacked him. Um, pretty much asked him, is he that N word F gay word from that TV show kind of thing, beat him up and said, this is, you know, MAGA country, make, make America great again, country and run off. And for a lot of people, including myself, it kind of struck a nerve. A lot of stuff has been happening in the news pretty much towards African-Americans, especially like African-American kids. So to hear that, it's just like, you know what, you bo- you know, your blood gets all boily and you're just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to post on Facebook for the first time in a while. How dare they do that to my brother? And it's that moment that some people did look back and say, that story looks a little too convenient. There's a lot happening all at once. You're in Chicago. Chicago, if you didn't know, has like, you know, a million people in it. So no one heard this. Also, it might have happened outside your apartment. That's also kind of weird. How did no one hear you there kind of thing? So there are some issues that go along with the story. And then you start hearing some people saying, oh, I don't believe it. Oh, I don't believe it. And I'm not going to lie. As a person of color, when I hear people say that, oh, I don't believe it. That to me was just more of like, oh, I get it. You're, that's your agenda, huh? Saying that you don't believe because, of course, you know, why would anyone do that to a person? And for me, sadly, you know, we looks like we might have got bamboozled by Jesse. Like it's it's that moment that just looks really bad for the black community, for also the gay community, where if it is true that he's been lying to us, that's a bad look. And Jesse... And there are rumors saying that the reason he was lying roughly is because um, 
he was getting writ- written off of Empire, but then Empire people come out and said, no, 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 that's not really what we're doing. I don't know where y'all got that info from. And I don't like, and if it's not for that, we're all kind of confused. Cause even for me, I'm looking at it. Okay. The guys have come out and they're not white. They're Nigerian. So pretty much you got like the blackest of blacks. And now the video coming out of seeing the two guys purchasing the hats and all that. And I guess getting the rope as well at some hardware store. And it's just, okay, it doesn't look good for Jesse, but at the same time, his people keep coming out and say, no, 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 this is still what happened. You know, maybe Jesse was just confused and maybe he was because they were wearing ski masks. But again, it's like, I, I don't know. A part of me believed maybe he just embellished and, you know, he really did get beat up by these two guys. But it's hard to even say that now because there's just so much coming out that seems to be lying, that Jesse was lying. But then at the same time, they picked up the two guys and two Nigerian guys. Then it's like, well, maybe those guys are lying because they admitted to like, yeah, we jumped and we beat him up, but he paid us to do so. Now, the sad thing about that is we na- like at the end of the day, now there's like a giant asterisk next to the story because as black people, some of us got bamboozled, like I said, to those people who will always point at stuff like this and say, see, see, it's not true. Just because they say that people are racist doesn't mean they were racist. And it adds more to their ammo for the next time a little boy, a little girl, you know, whether it be they're a person of color or someone of LGBTQ, that now they can get, you know, not fully believed. Because I, I mean, honestly, I said the same thing that I would hear if a woman called out and said she was raped, which is why would this person lie about that? Like if a man or woman comes and comes out and says I was raped by X or I was assaulted at a party or something like that. The instantly we all say is like, well, what's the reason why he or she would lie about that? And when I heard this story, honestly, like I said, I felt the exact same way. Like, what's the point of Jesse lying about being beat up? Because I saw the pictures, the boy's face looked messed up. And what's the point of making up this story? And again, did he maybe embellish the story a little bit? Maybe. Like, I can see that. You get a publicist behind you, you get a PR person maybe, and I can see maybe, just maybe, they spread it out a little bit, you know, a little bit thicker than it actually was. Okay. But to have it fully set up that you orchestrated you getting beat down, you know, like this whole thing getting punched in the face and MAGA hats and again, it's just a bad look for the community and gives people ammo. Like, I'm sure I haven't looked, but I'm sure Trump might have said something about it. Like, oh, again, look at those people over there, those liberals, you know, and now that gives them more ammunition, which to me is just a sad fact. And I I feel bad for myself because, I, you know, if it's not true, then I've been bamboozled. But then it's like, well, it still doesn't fit all the way because, OK, so if you're not being kicked off Empire, which again, I don't watch it. I don't know if his ratings have been down or maybe his character has been written off, even though Empire says that that's what's going on right now, then I don't get it. Is it because you wanted to get more popular all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Like it would make more sense if he was getting written off and I guess you get some buzz, you get some sympathy points, maybe you survive another season kind of thing. But I mean, from everything I've seen, he doesn't seem like a bad actor. Like I'm sure some other show would pick him up or some movie or something. But that's why to like to hear it, like it's all been a setup. That's just, that also to me is too convenient. And I think that's the biggest thing of this story is that it's just too convenient on all sides. Jesse's story was too convenient for the black community and anyone who, you know, feels as they've been, you know, wrong by society, especially with the current administration that we have in the White House. And now on the flip side of saying, nope, all this is made up. That to me is also too convenient. So all this was made up, like all of it. And then as, again, if it was, what's the motivation? Like, honestly, why would you make all of this up? Because, boy, that's a lot. <laughs> like, that's a lot to make up to say, nah, I don't, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll beat up by these white men and you call me the, the FK word and the N word. And it's, it's, man. And now your career is gone. 
And if it like if this is comes out to be false, like this isn't true, bruh, this is gone. You're gone. Both cultures. Again, your gay culture, your black culture, gone. Ellen came out and defended you. Ellen's like the new Oprah. Like low-key Ellen. Ellen's A1 day one kind of thing. Like she is the top of talk shows. You you I believe it's true. I think I heard that. Like he came out on Ellen's show. So when Ellen comes out and defends you, it's like, yo, man, I'm really sorry to hear that about my, you know, my homie Jesse. It's like, yo, man, you had people com- coming together. They never came together. Black community, gay community, you know, we all coming together trying to defend you. And now it might not be true. And now it just seems more and more just like somebody's lying. They don't mean why you always lying. Like it's somebody's lying. And it looks more and more like it's going to be Jesse. And that to me is really sad because every day someone's being, you know, abused and assaulted. And honestly, sometimes for racial or orientation reasons. So to have this now be the thing that this is what's happening. This is what, you know, all this again, hoopla, all the different news articles written about it. And now there's news, the new news articles, you know, new news of maybe this isn't true. Oh, and now black community looks a little embarrassed. Now the gay community looks a little embarrassed, you know, and to me, I think a bigger point, even let's say this is all like just, just was just wrong. Like he was false, all that. I think it's still counts as something maybe not just his story but for every story out there for every little boy and little girl or you know to what you identify as that goes through something that gets bullied that gets made fun of that gets talked bad about and i think this steps it down a little bit because now if someone comes out and says you know hey these people did beat me up or threaten me it's like okay yeah just like jesse was threatened and that to me is sad to have that now be the thing that a lot of people might point at and give example to of saying, oh, look at them. They're all the liars. Yeah, those black people always say they're getting beat up. <laughs> it's like now we have to deal with that. And it's kind of just his fault if he's been lying. And to me, there's no real proof outside of video. You know, like we I can't trust Jesse now because it feels like there's a lot of crack when it feels like it is a lot of cracks now in his story. I can't trust the Nigerian guys because, again, that just seems too convenient that you all of a sudden, you know, were on board with all of this, all these things and saying, yeah, he paid us to do it. It's fine like that. I don't know. It just seems like there's information that I need to make a full decision and I can't make a full decision without it. So right now I can't trust Jussie fully because, again, it does seem to be a lot of cracks at the same time as the two Nigerian guys which even with that, where it's like, hey, there's a video of them walking like a mile away. And I'm like, how did, how do you all know that's them walking away? Like you, first thing we're told that there's no video. Now all of a sudden we see two random guys walking down the street and that apparently was them. And now to find out it was them, but it's like, that's, that to me was convenient as well. Like there seems like a story behind all of this that I can't piece together. Cause again, the writers of the story aren't great enough. I'm, I'm not feeling all that I need to be feeling to make a good decision right now I can only make a speculative decision and I don't know and I don't like making those you know before it was like yeah that's really bad what happened to Jesse now it's like more details have come out I don't know and now there's a video of them picking up the MAGA hats at that one convenience store which I got questions about that convenience store like what kind of convenience where are we at Chicago what part of Chicago man y'all better find that store and burn all those hats (laughs) But I, at the end of the day, man, if this did happen to Jesse, man, I'm sorry that we are doubting your story because that even is the worst. Like, you look at a lot of, again, sexual assault victims and rape victims, and it's that moment that, oh, no one believes me. And that to me is one of the suckiest feelings to have where something happens to you and it affects you deeply, but nobody believes you. You know, and with Jesse, I don't know. And that's the problem is that I feel bad if this did happen. But at the same time, if this didn't happen, man, dude, like why? 
because you're cut off. Like you're out the kingdom. No Wakanda forever for you. You out there with those white folks. <laughs> like we, we, you are cut off from both communities now. Because Ellen got eaten up by this about the whole saying, "Oh, poor Jesse." Just Je- dag, damn it, not Jesse. Jesse thing, while also looking at the um Kevin Hart situation, where she also said, "I feel bad for my friend," where he, in his Twitter, said some homophobic things and it's you know now it's like so do we apologize to ellen if you're the gay community do you just sweep it on the rug do you all talk about how even if this isn't true it still leads you down a path because i believe it could be true because that's the big thing that's something for me it's like even if this didn't happen i kind of believe that it could and that to me is kind of the issue one of the small issues i have with trump where he has at no time from what i've seen ever have come out and said hey stop doing this like hey people i want to make america great again but i by no means am i saying you guys should be out here attacking people or saying racial things or being just bad people like he's never come out and said that and that's one of my issues with him and with the myriad of others where you have to come out and say something. Even as like the black community. It's like, yo, if we were out here like real tall, Black Panther and up, like going out, busting down white businesses, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Black Panther would come out and be like, hey guys, listen, I get it. Y'all, y'all, y'all hype about it. You know, we hype about it too, guys. At the same time, however, could could you could you not be attacking all the white folks though, maybe? Like, I mean, it gives us a bad look. Like, yeah, we want change. Didn't say you got here to be out here stabbing folks, though. So with Jesse, like I said, if it's true, if if his statement is still true, I feel bad for, for this happening. And it sucks even more, like I said, for you to be a victim of something and no one being able to believe you because of all the hearsay and being 2019 and the internet and the meme culture that we live in that... We don't want to get bamboozled. And there's enough information now being thrown at us that it feels like we might have been bamboozled. At the same time, if he is a liar, then you know what? F you, sir. And I hope your career is kind of gone. Not like, yeah, fully kind of of gone. I need you to go away. (laughs) You can go somewhere with R. Kelly and y'all just need to disappear for a while because you can't have this happen. You, You can't sit down and let this be a thing. And then find out you're a liar. And it's like, why lie about this? You you have literally set us back like five years. And by us, everybody. Whoever is part of the us, us. Side note about us. Look at that segue. Trailer dropped about that. And again, I know I've been gone for a while. I know, again, if you've been under a rock. Jordan Peele is pretty much Black Jesus right now. A.K.A. Regular Jesus. But, <laughs> but he has a new movie called Us. And it looks frightening and scary right after doing the whole get out business. And it's not like get out, but it's that reminiscent of like, I don't know what this movie's about. I can kind of speculate that maybe, you know, black folks having a hard time connecting back with ourselves, you know, because you have the family, which it's funny to see uh, Lupita and um, M'Baku's character, Winston. There it is. Winston Duke. Is it Winston Duke? I don't know. I'm. I don't know. Flying off the seat of my pants right now. But, you know, M'Baku from Black Panther. And it's funny seeing M'Baku, like, in regular clothes. Because for, like, a half second, I didn't know who it was. And it's like, oh, you look different when you're, like, I don't know, regular American looking, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. He just looked like home home dad guy. It's like, oh, you're home dad guy. You look totally different. I need you to not look so, like, home dad guy. But you see that trailer, and it's that moment of, like, Jordan Peele, if Jordan Peele can do this, he also is tying in with Twilight Zone, and, and, you know, you see the quotes of him wanting to bring out black horror, and he's also, I believe, doing Candyman, and if I'm wrong about any of these information, you can email me at samsetadfw at gmail.com, samsetadfw at gmail.com, waiting for my first email ever, by the way, just saying, Uh, but it's... I think he's doing great things. And it's that moment like Key and Peel, and somehow you always get them kind of confused. Like, oh, which one's Key and which one Peel? No, they separated themselves. Key is not bad, but it's like, no, Jordan, we all know who Jordan Peel is. And Us looks amazing. And I will be doing a podcast on Us. And I think I'm going to try to have someone on a little 
like just as a little special guest because I do want to have more guests on. So I am trying to situate that with friends and people that I know. So, hey, if you want to get on, guess what? You can DM me on DFW on Instagram. You can, again, message me at samsetdfw at gmail.com. But us looks wonderful. I also saw Aquaman. Aquaman was actually pretty good. I think it made like a billion dollars. So, again, DC, you, you got to win. I hope Shazam's good for you because I need this to keep winning. Because when you can you can watch Aquaman and see how they shifted right. You know, like, it's just, it's a really good movie. And I think Amanda Heard is doing really well. I think she kind of carries it a little bit. No offense to Jason Momoa, it's just, I don't know. Like, I, this is that moment of looking at this movie and saying, Jason Momoa, is he a lead? I mean, kind of. But you need someone like that with a Willem Dafoe in the background to help this movie overall be great. And I really did enjoy it. I had a fun time. Was it very much CG? God, it was very much CG. But it was good CG. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't horrible. Again, the wig game of DC is still weak. <laughs> like, Amanda Heard's character, Mira, it's like, okay, and Aquaman's mom, too, for that matter. Like, their hair wet looks really good. Whoever the man and woman who made the wet wig, good job, sir and or madam. The regular wigs, though, it's like, oh, that's a bad wig. Mm see that your wig game is like 10 years behind you know but overall i think it was good i think it's a step in the right direction i hope shazam is good i know there's batman news left and right that ben affleck's gone again and it's like i guess and now there's stories about henry henry cowell being gone where it's like man what, what's up dc like what, what's happening like marvel has never had that issue at least not in public and yes, I know it's hard and wrong somewhat to always compare Marvel to DC and DC to Marvel, but your contemporary is literally right across the street. It's right there. I can see it. And for some reason, they don't have this issue. I guess maybe the Hulk, but even then, that was thing that was more like studio and universal being an issue versus, again, oh, I'm, you know, Captain America and I hate being Captain America. Oh, I'm Iron Man. I'm Rob Downey Jr. I hate being that. It's like, you don't hear those stories. And with Batman and with Superman, those two being gone, Batman's a little bit easier. You hear the rumors of like uh, Robert Patterson, which I, I can't. I refuse to let Robert Patterson be Batman. He is not my Batman. There's a new guy. I forgot his name. I think he might be something Hammer. I don't know him of, of anything, to be honest. But he looks good. Like, I think he looks more Batman-y to me. He's thicker. Like, my issue with Robert Patterson would be that Robert Patterson is kind of small. And again, yes, I know we all made that same joke and issue. Well, not me, but people had that issue with Wonder Woman when we first saw Gal Gadot. Or Gadot, however you say her last name. I think it's Gadot. But, like, first time we saw Gal, it's like, oh, she's kind of small and skinny because, you know, she was a model. And from there to, like, that one picture we got to see where he, again, not being, you know, sexist or anything like oh i'm looking at her thighs but you can see like honestly from watching her from fast and furious where she died spoiler alert to then seeing her in wonder woman you can see that she built up and i want to say the story said like 10 pounds of muscle and you could see it like her thighs were thicker she was a little bit broader you know i don't know if she wants to always keep that muscle on her because i know chris evans has always talked about being so bulky that he just hates it but with her like okay she looks like a Wonder Woman to me. Like, she she looks fine. Like, she looks like an Amazon. And I think that it would be a travesty to have the Wonder Woman 2, which was supposed to come out this year. The thing I pushed to 2020, which honestly, even DC would never admit this, I think was moved back because of the failures of Batman v Superman. Kind of the failure of Suicide Squad, even though you have to say the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad because they actually did win for makeup and I think art design of some business. I don't know what they, it was like makeup. And I'm like, makeup, really? All right then. But it's that moment that again, Suicide Squad didn't do well, at least well, not, not critically well in a way. I, it made money, but you know, when you look at all the the Marvel movies where can they all kind of make like a billion dollars or at least very close to it, or at least, you know, you might not be saying they're all like nines and tens, but they're none of them really get below like six and a half. Like you might not like Ant-Man and the Wasp, but again, it's still an entertaining movie. And when you look at Batman v Superman, they just aren't. Look at Justice League. They're just not. The Flash movie that was supposed to come out, also, I believe, this year, gone. 
think they've had like three directors still not out still don't know who the director is are we going to have it at all maybe we'll have flashpoint which will be the reset because in the comics that what flashpoint was it was a reset of the stories so that's the way you get around it you get some rumors that maybe we'll retire batman and then we'll get the dick grayson version of batman which in the comics has happened and it's an easy way to get like a younger crowd as well superman i don't know what you do with superman like the henry cowboy thing the whole mustache gate business that happened was horrible and sad and one of those things that you look at and say you know that could have been handled differently but i don't know again i like aquaman i got to see um bumblebee as well bumblebee was good bumblebee to me also was like a not a soft reboot nor a hard, like it was a normal medium reboot because they redo the story bumblebee never helped out the slaves well, sad i guess <laughs> but you see the first 20 movie minutes of this movie and it's beautiful like i'm on cybertron and it starts looking around and you're like you know what i kind of wish the movie stayed here a little bit longer or was just here the entire time like i would love a war of cybertron movie like that to me would be awesome again it would be really expensive a la alita battle angel that was like what 200 million dollars for all the graphics they did and i don't believe it made like 100 million at all us so they're not making their money back sadly and i gotta get why transformers might not get that i don't remember the numbers for this movie but i don't think it was like you know almost a billion dollars like the other movies were because you know those transformers movies made money like you might not have liked them they might have been trash, <laughs> but it made money. And that's one of the things that you look at. And that's the biggest, you know, that's what Hollywood is here for. They're here to make money. So I did like that. Um, I don't have a segue for the next one. Um, <laughs> Genie. Um, let's talk about Aladdin. So between, I guess, now we talk about Aladdin, the Aladdin pictures and seeing Will Smith in his human form and people kind of flip tables saying, well, why is he not blue? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be blue, guys. Don't worry about it. You know, Will Smith, Fresh Prince. Picky, picky, picky. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Sorry. Let me stop. And um, we got to see him, all right. So the trailer dropped. Got to see Princess Jasmine, and she looked cool. I really like her design. Like, I like her costume design. I think she looks good. Aladdin, I think it's also fine. He looks good. Jafar looks all right. His voice is kind of meh to me because he's not. I don't know. There's something about Jafar that is like, it's not here with that actor and it's like you know i'm not i'm not gonna get it i was talking to one person and it's like i don't think i'm gonna get jafar in the red genie either and i kind of got that idea that it needs to be in the movie because i want it to be in the movie but red genie i just i don't know like i see this not doing that for some reason or maybe just having him more in his human form because i know he was in both but i want to see red genie at least i thought <laughs> And then I saw Will Smith as Genie, and it's like, oh, no. What did you do? <laughs> like, he he looks unfinished. Now, a lot of people are saying maybe they're going to finish up the CG and just get this trailer out. And I'm like, really? But why show? Like, again, this is your first date, okay? This you already seen your Tinder profile. I've been on your OkCupid. I saw your pictures and I was kind of like, I mean, Will Smith as a human form isn't horrible. And even if you go back to the original Aladdin, um, Genie had human forms. He was times as like a white skinned Genie. So I've seen that before. It is not that uncommon to see again. So I kind of get it. But Blue Genie looks one unfinished. His skin just looks... I don't know what I was expecting, but his skin looks maybe slimy. I don't know what to even call it. Like, it just looks, it looks non-human. And I understand he's a genie, so he's not human. But it's like, it doesn't look smooth like the movie had him look. And again, I'm not saying it has to be one for one for the movie, but it, his skin just looks weird. And then his face, look at his face, guys. Go back and look at that trailer. His face is too low. And that's why he looks weird. Because some of y'all were confused. Some of y'all was like, I don't get it. But it, it bothers me. I don't like the way he looks. His face is too low. His eyebrows specifically are not where you think eyebrows would fit. And that's what's bothering me. Because when you see his face, it's like the face of the genie is too long for Will Smith. And it's like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why was 
again, this is my, your first date. I've seen your profile online. You didn't look that bad. I am now seeing you up close. And wow, this is not what I thought I was going to get. And again, a lot of people are saying, well, at least he's blue, which I'm like, you know, I, I was like that at first. Like, oh, I want to see him be blue in the human form. Now I'm kind of like, I'd rather see him in the um, human form. Because I don't know, maybe I thought for some dumb reason that he was just going to be body painted blue. Not sure why. Maybe it's because I like more practical effects than CG all the time. I'm not really sure. <laughs> All I know is I see it and I'm like, I, why is, again, why is this the thing? Like, why is this the one that we get? This genie looks bad and goes back to my previous point of seeing Red Genie and being like, maybe I don't want to see Red Genie. Because it's not hard to do. And I get it. Like, it's it's a fully CG character for the most part. It is legit CG and then Will Smith in a bald cap being slapped on a 3D figure. Just doesn't look good. Like, you see the graphics where he first initially rubs the lamp and that looks awesome and that looks great. And, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to see the genie. Whew, that... That, that looks bad. That looks bad. I'm not a fan. And I've seen other shots, and some shots do look better. And to me, if the CG is not done, CG is not done. Fix it. Like, legit, go back in the lab, tell um, Mr. or Mrs. Um, trailer, dropper person, whatever, you know, whatever person that really is, and say, hey, man, we got a trailer coming out. I know this scene isn't scheduled to be done for like another week. Could you all just come back in and just finish that part so we have the, what, three seconds of Genie not look horrible and gross? His skin looks weird, y'all. I'm, I'm saying it. Skin looks weird. Face looks bad. It feels as if, like I said, something's not finished yet. And if that is the finished look, what is y'all's budget? And Disney do better. Because I look at Lion King. Lion King looks lit. And again, that's mostly just, you know, CG lions in business and other animals. But it's like, that looks wonderful. The Mowgli movie, um, the Jungle Book looked good. And again, I know that's not putting faces on a person, but that CG and stuff looked good. Like, I've seen good CG movies. I've seen I, Disney. I've seen Avengers Infinity War where Thanos looked amazing. Now, sure, have Thanos from like 2012 to what? So 2018? Well, that was last year, right? 2018, did he change some shades and look a little different from the beginning to end? Yes. But at the same time, none of those looked horrible and made me feel, go ill. This makes me go ill to the point, just make his whole face CG. Make him turn himself into Will Smith. You can even have a Will Smith reference like, oh, you know, I wanted to be a fresh prince just like you, Prince Ali. I don't know. I don't care. It's I know that was a bad joke. But to have this be the thing that you first show me. I am not impressed. And when I then look at this, I'm looking at Lion King talking about y'all really ain't gave me a trailer either. And y'all come out in like four months. Huh. Now I'm waiting for that trailer, you know, to come out. But I don't know. Again, what do you guys think about Genie? I don't like it. Just being honest. I think Genie should look better. I think if you're Disney, you just like this is one of those movies like we all fell in love with Genie. And I'm not saying Will Smith has to be robin williams no one can be robin williams and he's even come out and said he's not doing that he's going to do his own thing which is great and wonderful and the right thing to do but boy that you better go back in the lab again mr and mrs cg person you you overtime paid unpaid do i need to donate someone's indiegogo whatever like i will give y'all money to fix whatever that it was supposed to be god that was awful but again, hopefully it is. It does turn out good, though. Like I, I'm gonna see it either way. There's a play that's also coming here in the summer that I'm gonna go see because you know I really do like Aladdin. Like Aladdin to me, top five Disney movies. It's on that list, you know. So I want to see this be well, and the trailer looks good overall. Like again, the costume looks amazing. Even get seeing the little snippets of the parade that you know Aladdin comes in on when he is Prince Ali, fabulous he. Ali Ababwa or whatever, you know, like, like I want to see that. And I think when I get a good movie, I do. It's just, there's like, to me, Aladdin has a lot of small things that you need to get right. And the skin and me having to look at Genie because Genie's kind of the 
like the point of the movie sometimes because he talks a lot and you know carpet needs to have an has i'm gonna say an attitude but needs he needs to have a little attitude he needs to have a little swagger to him like low carpet was boss man like couldn't talk but he you knew what he was always saying abu needs to have the same thing abu needs to be you know a little monkey you know got his little fez doing his business but i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna get that in this movie and i feel like i'm gonna walk away being like this was all right when i should be walking away like yo man that was awesome and i i don't have faith in it right now i just don't man Uh, what else has happened since I've been gone? Since uh, Avril Lavigne did drop drop an album, that's random, but okay. Um, <laughs> trailer for Spider Man, um, Far From Home, which some people did not like to see because hey, I didn't know that Samuel Jackson and Peter Parker were coming back. Like really, Spider Man made a whole bunch of money and people loved him, and Tom Holland's like signed on for like five movies. Like it's. Yeah, Samuel Jackson, I guess, would be one that I wouldn't have shown. Again, spoiler if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, I guess. But, like, that trailer to me, mm, it it showed a lot. Like, you can see Mysterio, and I think Mysterio's costume looks wonderful. Jake Gyllenhaal, I think, looks really good. You're never going to see him in that helmet. I know you see him once, you know, in that fight in the trailer, but I'm like, that. just like Captain America and Thor also had helmets, you ain't going to see them in that helmet long. Brother might have it on once or twice. He ain't going to have it on for a whole... Like, there would never be a 10-minute part of this movie where he just has a helmet on. You got Jake Gyllenhaal, you're showing the boy's face, just how it works. Also, mind you, I've read enough comics and seen enough cartoons. Mysterio's your main bad guy. He is making those elementals to show himself to be a good guy and to fool people. Probably to get money. Roughly to get money. And you can see when you see Samuel Jackson come in, it's like, hey, man, I need your help, Spider-Man. And it's like, yeah, he want he wants you to investigate. Yeah, he wants you to investigate Mysterio. Like it's that's how this works. <laughs> like, and I don't know, like seeing that trailer, it did give me hype. I do like seeing the kids. I love Flash in the end part where he's like, you know, why is everyone like him? And he's like, Oh, you know, Mysterio looks like Thor and Iron Man put together and Spider Man's great and you know, I'm a big fanboy. Man, you suck, Parker. Flash in a nutshell. <laughs> Like the Flash has always been like a fanboy of Spider, and that's just the funniest part to me. Like it, I like this Flash Thompson. I appreciate him being smart. Again, like he's not again a one, but again he is really smart. He is still on the team. It's getting away from those jock stereotypes of all jocks that are jerks, or again going to bully the nerd kid, which are like they go to the nerd school. Like come on, come on. <laughs> but I don't know. It's far from home. Just showed a lot, and I don't think it should have. Like it's it's one of those things that to me that trailer is Spider-Man goes over to London. You see him kind of flipping around. He sees one of the elementals, maybe tries to help. Maybe you see Mysterio for that one time saying, hey, man, you don't want any part of this. Shoes out his little green gas, which is not a thing he does a lot. Like he doesn't. Mysterio's not offensive. He's more illusions and probably defense. You know, like he does tricks and flips and stuff like well not flips but he does like more tricks and illusions like he is not a real magician by no means he is a person who does visual effects a lot and does them really well to make you believe that that all those things are real and i kind of see that also when you see the water person which again a lot of people are saying that maybe that water person that person made of sand might be you know hydro man and sandman and i say don't do that to me hydro hydro man Man, I watched the animated series Hydro Man. <laughs> I mean, you could, and that's fine, because I you're never gonna get Hydro Man in a main Spider-Man movie as a, like a main villain. I ain't got time for that. And Sandman, I don't know, cool, I guess. If that actually is going to be the Sandman and Aqua, no Aquaman, that would be kind of funny. Or Hydro Man, I do believe it might just be elements that, again, Mysterio might just be doing, and I do believe that highly. That that is just. Mysterio causing that to happen, making an illusion, you know, to show that he's kind of a hero, get trust of people, maybe trying to steal some stuff, more than likely trying to steal some stuff. Spider-Man will eventually stop him, of course, and then we go back and, hey, Mary Jane, or MJ, I'm sorry, because that's what we call Zendaya, because at the end of the movie, the last movie, she says people call her MJ, which I'm like, for what? Now, again, I don't give, I don't take away from her character, because her character does kind of look like a liar. (laughs) her character could easily be a liar and you know what sure (laughs) but definitely i am looking forward to that movie i do want to see 
I I don't know. Like to me, I want to see Spider-Man kind of go through a depression a little bit. Like, yo, I died low key. And that's the thing he has to get over. Like he wants to help, of course, you know, great power, great responsibility, blah, blah, blah. But I also got snapped out of existence and turned to dust, which I hope they don't do a thing like they all forget that happens. Like, no, I want them to sit with that. Sit with that and say, you know what? I don't really know how to handle that. I'm a neighborhood Spider-Man and this Titan person snapped me out of existence because of these gemstones that oh maybe can control the entire universe. Like, I think that's a lot to put on a, like a 16 year old kid. So I want to see that. I want to see, again, the PTSD in a way that Spider-Man doesn't know how to handle it, really. I doubt I'm going to get that. I think everything is going to be the status quo, but it is interesting to see that Spider-Man did not take his suit with him to London because, you know, London doesn't need a family neighborhood Spider-Man, as he says in the trailer. But then his aunt, you know, Aunt May gives it to him anyway. And it's like, oh, well, I don't know. Like, I think it's interesting to kind of go through the psyche of an actual human. Like, if I tell you, hey, you almost died or you go through a car wreck, you know, you go through those kind of mentalities that your driving is going to be super safe or you're not going to drive at all. Because last time I drove, I got in a really bad car wreck. It hurt my body. It you know messed my your mind up. You know, you almost died or whatever that is. As a normal human, you go through those roles of saying, like, I need to get back to being normal, but I can't yet. And I would like to see something like that with Spider-Man. Just a little bit of the psyche, a little bit of the, oh, I don't like this kind of thing. Maybe I'm taking a step back okay well people need to save me and then you know samuel jackson did just knock out ned with that needle business because he's a spy i guess and also maybe a scroll looking at you captain marvel mm, could be a scroll but yeah i <laughs> i'm here for that um also avengers endgame trailer happened and yeah why not like it is depressing, as it should be. And also, this trailer pretty much shows you nothing, and I appreciate that. There are some small things, of course, people are saying time travel, because that makes more sense. But for me, this trailer is the last thing I'm going to look at, because it was perfect. It is, I'm giving you hints of things that might happen. You can kind of speculate time travel if you want. Oh, hey, there's Hawkeye, not using a bow and arrow, using like a knife. Why is he doing that? Oh, why are we calling him Ronan? Because eh, comics and things. You know, like, I want that... I want it to be vague. And to me, Endgame was a great trailer. Spider-Man Homecoming, not Homecoming, Spider-Man, you know, Far From Home just showed me too much. But Endgame, you get to see, you know, Cap has shaved his beard. Or did he? Maybe that's a Cap from a different timeline. Because honestly, you do get to see a Cap in a different uniform. And it's that Winter Soldier uniform, which some people say maybe they time travel and got that Captain America. There are certain spots that we have now learned that Marvel likes to lie to us that we're all now looking at the lie because anything can be CG now. Like anything can be CG'd out. There's a picture where you see like four or five people standing. And it's like there's this gap and it's like, mm, that's a big enough gap to have the Hulk there. Maybe, you know, there's a big enough gap there to see other things too you know and i'm i'm hyped for this movie i'm hyped for endgame i want to see this like it's april i'm sorry for other movies that are in april you're dead son like i saw one trailer i forgot the movie even was it was like april i'm like why why you better either come before yeah you gotta come before you can't come after like, you can't be the week after because the week after it's still making like 300 million worldwide like you know good and well endgame will get all the money why are you in april Son, I'm moving, I'm moving to March, maybe June, because, you know, that's what one movie did, which I'll get back to that in a second, because I'm going to bash a movie that's going to be horrible, probably. But Endgame, I'm here for it. I want it. It's one of those things that it's the wrap of, of fate of, you know, of the Gen 1 era of these movies. And, you know, I'm curious on how they're going to solve the Thanos problem. I'm also kind of curious if they're going to do the comic thing of Thanos, you really never really wanted to win, did you? And Thanos being like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> and also in the comics, he did this all for like Lady Death, which is a person, you know, she's a cool, cool chick, I guess, you know, cool woman <laughs> who is Death, who pretty much ain't digging his business, but she loves Deadpool for some reason. It's weird, son. It's weird. Comics, man. Comics are great. <laughs> 
But definitely it's that moment of looking at Endgame coming out now in like two months and just wondering what's going to happen. Again, you know Black Panther's coming back. You know majority of these people are going to come back. Who's sacrificing for what? Is Vision going to come back? Where's Shuri? Because Shuri's on a board where people are quote-unquote missing because people don't know that, hey, Peter Parker went into space. So he's also on that board, but we know Peter Parker got snapped away. And it's been pretty much confirmed that Shuri is alive, you know, everyone says she is, but what is she doing? Where, what is she, where has she been? Is she going to solve the problem? Is she going to fix vision? You know, it's one of these things that there's so many questions with Endgame that I'm just excited about it. I want to see how it plays out. And I trust Marvel. Like this is the issue with, again, the DC versus Marvel thing where I, when I go into a DC movie, I'm trying my best to be motivated and saying, I'm going to like this with Marvel movies. It's like, I know for a fact that, I'm going to get a few laughs, a few chuckles. And I know for the most part, this is going to be either a you know pretty good movie to a great movie. And I just can't wait to see this and what comes out about it. But sadly, Marvel's what I call the side chick, which is these associated movies where it's like, hey, there's Venom with associated with Marvel, which I'm like, that's annoying. But with association, so... By the time this comes out, Valentine's Day would have come and passed um, about a week ago now. And, you know, I had some plans like, OK, Valentine's Day, boom, we're going to do this and that. And we're going to see the movie, you know, uh, I say the Phoenix saga, you know, the um, X-Men movie that's supposed to be coming out. Right. Because, you know, the Phoenix. And I know it looks bad because of the trailer, but we're going to see it anyway, you know, and make fun of it and do a podcast, I guess, about it. I don't know. And then I started checking times and dates and it was on no one's list to come out in February. And I'm like, no, the trailer said it came out in February. I remember saying, like, I'm going to do this for Valentine's Day weekend. Like, is that the weekend? That's the plan. Boom to boom. And it's that moment of like, where is it? So then I type it in, you know, to the Googles. And the Googles said, you know, release date of June. And I'm like, June? Wait, what? And then, you know, Wikipedia, which, you know, helps a brother out, pretty much said, oh, yeah, reshoots, blah, blah, blah. They rescheduled this movie from the reschedule of the movie coming out to the rescheduled movie coming out to now being in June. I'm like, I'm never seeing this movie because this movie was supposed to come out, I think, November of 2018. And then they pushed it back to February because of reshoots and timing to now, which I, again, I... I follow a lot of comic book movie sites. I follow a lot of nerdy things. I don't remember anyone talking about this movie being moved to June. And a part of me believes if they let that movie fall off, because I know the merger and the deals and blah, 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 but you made the movie. Like, I understand this Phoenix won't never be the Phoenix I want. And that's fine, because the Phoenix I want is them going to space and fighting all the space mutants. That's what I want. I'm not going to get that, but that's what I want. And it's that moment of like not even hearing that much news about it. like i don't know if the people didn't care maybe they try to do it in secret but it's like i don't remember anyone talking about this being moved to june and no offense this is not a june movie this is a february movie where there's not that much coming out you had to go against what alita battle angel which again didn't make that much money you probably would have made more money here than in june because i think spider-man comes around out around that time too so again if they come out before then you don't have a big problem you come around around the same week a week after I'm sorry, X-Men, you're not making money off that. And I get it, you're Fox, that this is your last pretty much movie with that contract. But to me, I want it to be the best I can because the New Mutants is still a thing, I think. Is that coming out? Are we ever getting these movies? And my answer to that is maybe not. And I don't know how I feel about it because I do want to see the train wreck <laughs> that is this movie. But you know what? I don't know. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. Maybe I will never get to see what Fox has for this movie, even though I want to see Deadpool 3 and all these other things that Fox owns come out and see how the new Marvel, the, you know, Disney Marvel movies have this going. Uh, but yeah, man, I am glad to be back. This is going to be the end of the podcast today. I just wanted to talk. It's been a while. Like I said, I've missed you all. I am sorry I've been gone for so long. But like I said, Things have been happening. Things have been going on. It is just hard when you have a job that, you know, actually wants you to do things. <laughs> and you're like, man, I'm tired at the end of the day to do this podcast. But you know what? I am getting back on the saddle, back on the horse, the bull, whatever analogy I feel like using right now. 
And definitely, you guys, I will be back and hopefully better than ever. Like I said, if you want to be on the podcast, hey, you know what? You can shoot me a line at Sam Said It DFW on Instagram, on Twitter. You can reach me on the Facebook group. Again, Sam Said It DFW at gmail.com as well if you want to be on the podcast. Because like I said, I am trying to hook up with a few people throughout the year to sprinkle on the podcast just to help out. You know what I mean? Like it's that moment that it's not just me. Like I said, I want this to be a community. I've always wanted that. And what this one year has taught me is that I would love to have other friends, other podcasters on this podcast to grow myself and also to grow them as well. So meet new friends in this community. So like I said, if you want to get on, shoot me a line. And also, again, if you guys can do me the favor, share this podcast, screenshot it, even if you're not really listening, just screenshot it anyway. I appreciate the fakety of it all, you know, <laughs> fakety, not a word, not a word, but I just made it up. So it was a word today. So I would appreciate if you guys could just share that on your instant instant messenger, not the what I was looking for. On your you can share this online on your social media. I would greatly appreciate it, guys. Again, I am back. 2019 is gonna be a great year. Again, one year down. I hopefully a lot more years in the future for this podcast. Once again, thank you guys for riding on with me throughout these well throughout this year and just growing with me man again i take any criticism if you guys want to come and say hey sam your mic needs to be a little bit louder or you're talking too loud in the mic or sam you know those airplane sounds i miss it from year one yeah guess what no airplane sounds anymore guys maybe occasional cars because i live next to like a street but outside of that you shouldn't hear any of those things that we had like back in the past man because like I said, I want this to be the best podcast I can be. As you guys are hearing, there are sponsors on this as well. Because you know what? Again, Anchor is allowing us to have sponsors and kind of providing us with that. And I just really appreciate Anchor for giving me this platform to use and making this just being an easy, easy way to have one of my dreams come true. And in 2019, guys, I hope your dreams come true no matter what it is, no matter how hard it looks keep going at it even if it's just a step at a time one of the great one of the greatest quotes i've heard is you know how do you eat a whale one bite at a time and that to me should be any goal that you have whether it be to lose weight to go back to school to be a better father mother to be a better boyfriend girlfriend husband wife better friends to your friends you haven't talked to in a while or just a better person to yourself guess what that's a step at a time nothing worth having is instantly given to you. The best meals you ever have will never be something that you can just pop in the microwave. The best meals you ever have is something that it, that takes a while to cook and to cultivate and put the right ingredients in. And that takes time. So it doesn't matter if it took you six months to get something done, a year, five years. As long as you're still working at it and still letting that dream not fade away, to me, you're doing the right thing. So until next time, have a great week, a great day, a great month, a great 2019 in general. See you guys later until the next time.